your heart for the ones forgotten. Give me your eyes so I can see. Welcome to Maximized Living with Dr. Rosie Maine, a teaching ministry designed to encourage you to seek a healthy lifestyle through nutrition, time, and stress management. We hope to emphasize the importance of honoring the vessel God has given us stewardship over, our bodies, the temple of the Holy Spirit. Here now is Dr. Rosie. We're talking today about just what everybody else is talking about is uh, just the the coronavirus, but uh, I want to go from a different perspective, and that's a perspective that comes from, it comes from God's truth and not man's um, lies that sometimes we succumb to. And as Christians um, here on this radio show, I want to encourage you to start um, not only just trusting God's truth, but living by it. And so I have uh, an amazing guest today, and I say he's amazing because he's my husband, Dr. John Main. And we're going to give you a little bit about just the principle we live by in our household. I know that uh, many of you that have uh, heard me speak here about health and healing, uh, I, I come here to remind you that you have an amazing power in our body that God has given us to heal. And we always come and, and talk about the things we can do to uh, help our health. Um, when it comes to health, you know, we have all these things we can do for ourselves. But I think the number one thing I want to remind you, and then my husband can talk about more things that we do in our household uh, for our health. But um, it always starts with our mind first and, and what we truly believe. And I know that for a fact, you know, as Christians, we at this time are needed more than ever to affirm uh, that truth that we don't fear. Uh, we live by faith, not by fear. And um, I want to just uh, remind you about this, but um, I want to give you some statistics first that my husband can give you about this coronavirus and uh, to look at it in a different perspective. So, Dr. John Main here. Hi, everyone. So with, it's kind of hard to come up with the right word for what's going on right now. And I'm not sure if the right word would just be madness. I really have trouble comprehending the, the state of things and where, where, the, where they've gotten, especially when you consider the actual numbers that are being, um, that, are, that are occurring. So for example, if we look at the coronavirus, which is really altering life for so many people. Um, our family alone really has not changed anything that we do. I haven't changed how I think. I haven't changed how I act. I haven't changed any activity that we do, except for things that get canceled that are out of my control. Um, but that is uh, not really the norm for what's going on right now. So, but why is this happening? Um, so we have the coronavirus and this, uh, the first case that I'm aware of was in China, December 12th. It took them a while to actually label it, uh, but December 12th is when the timeline began. Now we are currently just a little over three months later, and at this point in time, worldwide, so again, we're not going to talk about just the U.S., we're talking about worldwide, 176,000 cases. That sounds like a lot. However, when you think about the population of the world and other things that go on, it's really small numbers. And then when you look at the number of deaths at 6,700 to date is uh, the, the numbers I looked at today. Um, these are also small numbers. Now, 
every single life is valuable. Every life is precious and no one wants to die from anything. However, life and death occur and is just part of being on the, on this, on this, um, green earth that, that God provided for us. Now, if you look at those numbers in comparison to other viruses, say the, the flu, uh, in 2017, a typical flu year, there were 45 million cases of flu in the U S alone, just the U S not the world. So 45 million cases of flu in the U S in the year 2017, 12 month period in just our country, coronavirus, a little over three months, 176,000 cases across the globe. Now let's look at the death toll. Coronavirus is at 6,700, again, a little over three months worldwide. The flu in the US alone in 2017 was 61,000 deaths were attributed to it. And there were no closures of anything. There were no sequestering of people. There were no uh, just looting of shelves and, uh, and stockpiling and hoarding and fear. It was just a normal year just like 2018, just like 2019. However, what's going on now with the coronavirus, the numbers just don't add up to the reaction that we're, we're getting. So is there more truth to it or is it just fear being laid out there by the media, which is largely a very fear-driven establishment? They, they are, their, their ratings and their um, viewership increases with with the amount of fear. So you got to have a little bit of perspective about what's going on. So when you look at the numbers, it is not very threatening. Um, however, it's really altering life. If you want to look at another perspective, um, when it comes to numbers is motor vehicle accidents, motor vehicle accidents in the U S alone, again, only the U S not worldwide claim 40,000 lives per year. That's 40,000 people dying in cars or related to cars every single year in just the US. Yet nobody's quit driving. Nobody's going to say, oh, I can't go there because I can't get my car. It's too dangerous. Um, we, would, we would think of that being kind of ridiculous. You want to take steps to keep yourself safe. You want to make proper choices in your, your driving habits. However, you would think that would be irrational um, to not continue to do what you need to do. So I have trouble seeing how things have gotten to be where they are, um, except for the media. So now with that perspective, hopefully you can look at those numbers and think about them and say, does what I'm being told really line up with what is really going on? And for me and my household, they, they, they don't, um, our lives haven't changed. We still wake up every day, look outside and go, wow, there's some blue skies, some clouds. What a beautiful day. And we rest in, in that, in that truth. Um, if you want to be healthy and you want to look at, okay, they have this stuff going on. If you want to be worried about it and think, what do I need to do to be healthier? Because this is a concern for me. And I can't tell you to not be concerned about it. I can only choose what's right for me and my family. You have to choose what's right for you and yours, but be careful where you're getting your information and figure out, are they, really feeding me truth or is it something else? So if we're looking at being healthy, first and foremost, rest in God's truth. Always commune with him and let him be your foundation. 
And that alone should allow you to sleep great at night. You know where you're going and you know that he's here to protect you um, all the way through. But what you can do, what, what can you do? Well, the biggest thing you can do is, is have a, a clear and, and calm mind. Stress is the worst thing you could possibly do. Um, any form of stress is going to lower your immune system. It's going to make you more susceptible to everything, not just coronavirus or any other virus or every other disease known to man. It's going to make you weaker. So be careful what you're filling your head with because stress is really the, the not the right thing. Fill it with, with faith and, and hope because um, life's amazing. Life's, life's, life's great. So don't let people tell you otherwise. Um, and now what else can we do? Well, sleep. Sleep is super important. You know, uh, as an adult, you should be getting seven to eight hours of sleep per night, every night. Now, some people claim they can do better on, on, on less. Statistically, again, it's not many people that can do better on less. So seven to eight hours is really what you should be getting every, every single night. Kids um, need more. Uh, our twins are 11. They're set up for 10 hours of sleep right now based on their, their needed growth. Uh, and but you got to figure out what, what your family needs. Now, what about food? Food, you need to nourish your body. God provided amazing food for us to, to nourish ourselves. But are we eating the food that was provided to us? Or are we eating the food that is uh, comes out of a bag, a box, a can that barely resembles anything that was intended for us? Most food is loaded with chemicals and sugar and those weaken your immune system. They don't, they don't bolster you and make you stronger. They actually will weaken you. So I'd recommend trying to get back to just eating, eating cleaner food uh, as much as you can. And then your beverage of choice would hopefully be water. I'm not saying don't drink anything else, but that should be your, your number one go-to is, is water. Um, and then you want to spend time with people. I know a lot of people right now, they feel like they're being quarantined and stay away from people. But human touch and being around people that um, are friends and family and that you care for is so important for people. It actually really improves your, your, your state of health and your well-being. And to be sequestered and stay at home and be fearful um, is, is absolutely the last thing you, you, you want to do. Um, you know, again, everybody's going to make their own choices, what they, what they want to do, where they're going to go. But... Don't don't avoid those people that you that you love and, and, and need and care for and those those things that actually fill you up inside and that put a smile on your face because that stuff makes you stronger. So the fact is is that most of the time people fear because they don't understand. And I think that's where I want to go is that the fear comes from not understanding how our bodies function. And so I want to just drive in just the principle that we teach with the chiropractic and the philosophy that we teach here on this radio show but I teach my patients we teach it to my kids and it's going back to God's truth again that God put an amazing power in our body to function and heal and so when you understand how the body functions and heals you you don't fear you because you understand and so we have um, an innate uh, immune system when we have an adaptive immune system and so many times what happens with um, not understanding this that that already inborn is an immune system inside you that you were born with that was given by you from your mother 
that was uh, passed on to you so that the minute you were born, you were prepared to defeat any bacteria, any virus, anything that uh, came from you. Even as uh, you exit uh, the womb, as you exit the vagina, you actually get um, more of that uh, God-given immune system through your mother. And that's typically found like on babies, that uh, mucousy kind of a look, uh, that cottage cheese look on a baby. That's actually a good um, bacterial or antibacterial medium that um, God already had designed for it to resist bacteria. And so typically, you know, you have babies in the hospital and uh, you see that they get bathed instead of allowing that to stay on the babies so that it could actually um, combat. And so then you get, of course, fed by mother's milk and then you get more of that mother's immune system. So that's the innate immune system that God gave us. Um, but then you have the adaptive immunity that comes with being exposed to things. And so when we're exposed to bugs and germs and all this stuff, the reality is that every time you get exposed to stuff, your body also builds um, warrior cells, memory cells that are, you know, going to be there uh, again whenever you get exposed with the same bug. It just gets stronger. So being sick is not necessarily a bad thing. It's the best thing. It's the body doing the right thing at the right time for the right reason. We call it expressing health in our household when our kids are succumbing to something and they, they will. We actually thank God because now they're going to get stronger. They're being, um, you know, built up, uh, their immune systems building up and prepared for the next time they get exposed to something. So it's just like our faith. We need to be, uh, it needs to be used. And sometimes the circumstances that we go through only build our faith. And so, um, with that said, understanding this, you understand that our bodies are brilliant and that's where the philosophy comes from with chiropractic is that the power that made the body he heals a body. This is like a cliche we hear in chiropractic a lot, but this is the principle it was founded on that God put the most amazing power in our body to heal. And every time we remove the nerve interference, uh, and so like my husband said, the thoughts are first having faith in what we truly believe as Christians, but then also understanding the things that we have control of, you know, the media tells us everything external that we need to do. But some things we can't control, but we can control what's in our house, what we do with our bodies. And that's where we start with hope, but then we start removing those interferences. And so with the nervous system, and this is, I want to just talk to you a little bit about what happened in 1917 with the Spanish flu epidemic. Um, and so this um, was before vaccines, before antibiotics, um, you know, where uh, people were dying. This was a, a true pandemic. I mean, uh, lots of people were dying, uh, dying. And, um, the, when, if you look at research, you know, when this happened, the most significant result, uh, that happened during the chiro chiropractic profession at this time is that they got licensed. And the reason that is, is that in Davenport, Iowa, where, where chiropractic was founded on, and this was in 19, I'm sorry, 1895 chiropractic was founded in 1895, the Spanish flu was in 1917. And so again, this was still being studied, but in Davenport, Iowa, 50 medical doctors treated about 5,000 cases with 274 deaths. And in the same city, 150 chiropractors in a hospital there at the Palmer School treated 1,635 and only one death occurred. 
another uh, one said in state of Iowa, medical doctors treated about 93,000 uh, patients and there was 6,116 deaths, uh, a loss of one patient of every 15. And in the same state, um, 4,735 patients were treated by chiropractors with a loss of only six cases. So that's a loss of one patient of out of every 789. So the key to this is understanding that the significance of the, those results is that you know, we're, we're, we're seeing more people not die under chiropractic treatment. And this is something that got, you know, the license in chiropractic. And so just understanding how this happens when you are adjusted, you stimulate the nervous system that actually inhibits the sympathetic system in our body. So the sympathetic is that flight fight reaction. And so when you and went through an adjustment, you stimulate the proprioception of the mechanoreceptors of your spine. Just basically, it stimulates your uh, body to suppress that sympathetic response. And so that lowers that sympathetic response, which therefore then boosts up your immune system. Because when you're in a flight fight response, your immune system uh, depresses. So when, with adjustments, with positive thoughts, with all the lifestyle changes, we boost the immune system and that's how powerful it is. And there's so many research articles that I'm not going to uh, state here, but I can always send to you about how chiropractic really emphasizes it. it. It actually helps the immune system significantly. And so this is where we see when people, you know, um, get adjusted, they just feel better. I mean, I see about 200 people a day, people coughing on me, people sneezing on me, people, you know what I mean? Right in front of my face. And the fact is, is that I hardly ever, ever get sick. And if I do, I call it expressing health, but if I do, I, Typically, I'm over it within a day um, because my body has adapted. My, my body has actually built that immunity, but also we get adjusted. We, like my husband was talking about, we, we live intentionally in everything we do, removing the interference, um, making sure that the body's functioning at the best potential, and putting the right thoughts, right food, and first and foremost, not fearing. And I think that's where it starts. And again, you don't fear because you stand boldly for what truth is. And so this is where I want to invite you. I know that many of you listen to this radio show, sometimes my podcast. I want to invite you. If you if you need somebody to guide you through your health, that's what we do. That's what we're here to help you with. And so I want to, you know, just invite you to call us and see what we can do. Our number is 208. 859-6170. We do an initial appointment to see what's going on with your health. Maybe, you know, uh, do what we can to encourage you how to live a better lifestyle. Uh, and if you're listening from the podcast, you know, you can go to mainholistichealth.com and we do virtual appointments there where we can actually, um, you can do it from home. You know, you don't even have to come to our office. You can, we do virtual appointments and do a consultation there. That's mainholistichealth.com. So, uh, moving uh, on, I just want to talk about just some, some basic, uh, protocols on what we do, uh, for our health. And, uh, specifically, uh, we homeschool. So we have, uh, kids that, um, you know, live this principle. So, uh, I 
want to call him Dr. Maine, but <laughs> husband, <laughs> sweetie, can you talk to them about what you do to help them? So with, with our kids, our, I guess our family, um, if they are, say they're going to having a cold or they're coughing or something like that, which actually they have a cold right now. Um, and the only reason they're not going to gymnastics tonight has nothing to do with coronavirus. It has to do with they have a cough and they need to rest. Um, being the fact that we're blessed to be able to homeschool, one is actually taking a nap right now, um, which is just a, a wonderful blessing. However, just some of our activities that we, we that we do um, begins with the, the morning. Um, you know, my kids get 10 hours sleep a, a night on, on average. The first thing we do in the morning, kind of as a family, is have a, a tall glass of, of water. And I don't buy bottled water, we just use filtered water at, at home. Um, and in there I add apple cider vinegar, some minerals, even some chlorella. Um, and just it's something to just kind of start our day and that's the very first thing that that we have um, along with that we will do if they are having any kind of uh, symptoms and that kind of stuff then I might do some essential oils um, whether it's diffused in their room at night while they while they're sleeping uh, something they can just breathe in and it will go in there and actually has wonderful effects that way it can actually open passages allow them to breathe easier uh, sometimes we use moist heat packs. Um, I have almost no use for a microwave with the exception of heating up a, uh, a moist heat pack, which is basically just a container, a sock filled with rice. Um, that moist heat is really good for just penetrating and relaxing and kind of um, soothing areas, whether it's say a headache or uh, a sore throat or any kind of other ache and pain. But you can also add a couple drops of essential oils to that. And again, it'll help open up the passages and allows them to breathe, breathe better. But one of the key things that we always do is we are always at, a, at coming from a point of rest and, and, and peace every single time our kids have anything they they never have any fear about it they never freak out or worry because we don't um, we always let them know that your body is designed to heal and it's doing the right thing at the right time and we basically just uh, we, we, we rest in that truth and that goes along with the scripture I have for you today because this is where you know we have to resort to the truth not our truth and uh, there's a scripture that um, I want to read, and that's in uh, the Passion Translation, Romans 8, 31 through 39. And I want to talk about this because this is standing for that truth of, of uh, how um, he, he gave us uh, that ability to heal. So, so this is what it says. So what does all this mean? If God has determined to stand with us, tell me, who then could ever stand against us? For God has proved his love by giving us his greatest treasure, the gift of his son. And since God freely offered him up as a sacrifice for us all, he certainly won't without withhold from us anything else he has to give. Who then dare to accuse those whom God has chosen in love to be his? God himself is the judge who has issued his final verdict over them. Not guilty. Who then is left to condemn us? Certainly not Jesus, the anointed one, for he gave his life for us. And even more than that, he has conquered death and is now risen, exalted, and enthroned by God at his right hand. So how could he possibly condemn us since he is continually praying for our triumph? He could, who could ever separate us 
Um, sorry about that. Um, who could ever separate us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love toward us. Troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about persecutions, deprivations, dangers, and death threats? No, for they are all impotent to hinder omnipotent love. Then, through though it is written all day long, I keep losing this... Um, Oh, absolutely no one, for nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love toward us. Troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. And so this is the, the, the biggest thing, just with this verse, is that there could be persecu per per persecution, there can be pestilence, which is plagues, there could be, you know, things in the world, circumstances that uh, can, you know, try to defeat us. But that power, that, that passionate love that God gave us um, is the one that he, we have to stand for and live by. And so this is where I want to end uh, today is just affirming truth to you because you are more than enough. You are stronger than you think you are. And I think we start to believe the lie the stinking lie that the enemy wants to put in our heads, that the media wants to put in our heads, that we're weaker, that we're less than. And so I just want to end with that, that um, if uh, right now you just want encouragement, listen to this radio show, but listen, I mean, to his truth, listen to people who are spreading um, hope and uh, love and don't stop, you know, hugging or, or, you know, loving on each other at this time, you know, just, uh, start looking at ways to love one another, not to hoard, but to go buy those things that maybe other people can't get for themselves and go give it to others and, uh, just stand boldly, um, for Jesus Christ and, and his truth. And again, I want to thank you for listening to us. Um, we uh, want to encourage you if you, you do, um, have questions and you have concerns for your health, we want to be there to help you. Uh, again, my name is Dr. Rosie Main. And uh, you can reach me at 208-859-6170. If uh, you want to do a virtual consultation, we can always have you visit um, my uh, mainholistichealth.com website where you can send an appointment virtually and uh, then we can help you there as well. So again, thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next week. God bless. Be sure to join us again next time for another edition of Maximized Living with Dr. Rosie.